0: This is Talking Villanova Basketball with Jay Wright, presented by Hartford Funds. This is your chance to get the inside scoop on Villanova Basketball. Talking Villanova Basketball with Jay Wright is presented by Hartford Funds. Our benchmark is the investor. Now, let's talk Villanova Basketball. Welcome to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds and we're coming to you via Zoom in our podcast format today and coach good to see you and I'll let you introduce our first guest.
1: Thanks Michael I appreciate you getting us going here and uh, our guest right now is somebody I could talk to forever so if I get rambling hey, maybe I'll get you some good stuff from him but uh, our strength and conditioning coach who's Uh, I think truly um, the best at at, at what he does in the business, and that is um, strength, conditioning, nutrition, um, and really a lifestyle. We'll we'll talk to him about that. uh, uh, But also a a really good person and and great role model for our guys. We welcome John Shackleton. How are you, buddy?
2: Hey, Coach. How you doing?
1: Good, my man. We've been doing this – the zoom stuff a lot i'm getting i'm getting used to looking at your face on that spot right there yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I, I have so many things i want to talk to you about but um you know we we talked you know at, at this time I, you know we we will get into a lot of things but i think both of us agree what's most important is never t- you know losing thought of all the the people that are suffering with this illness right now and, and um and and the people that are working with them caretakers um you know nurses absolutely uh, EMTs everybody just we have so much respect for them they're they're such heroes right now absolutely and and a lot of parents at home right that are working with their kids and i, I want to start with with you um your home with your kids right now <laughs> how's your how's your household right now
2: it's just, it's good man. my uh my wife you know she's a teacher so She's, she's been online with her students. Um, she, she teaches over in New Jersey, so Hopewell. Uh, there's a, she teaches in an elementary school over there. So, you know, while she's teaching her classrooms, I'm, I'm helping with the boys. You know, I'm, I'm being like the phys ed health teacher. Um, <laughs> I'm doing their meals and teaching them why they're eating certain foods. <laughs> That's awesome, <laughs> man. Yeah, so we're doing gym class. I'm taking them through exercises, and, you know, we set up things to kick a ball in Really, man, Like the, you know, the boys have a lot of energy, so you got to keep them engaged because they, they can't sit for too long. And then, you know, if they do sit and watch some TV, next thing you know, you look over and they're beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> but nah, it's not funny, man.
1: There's so many situations that are, are unique. You know, you think about teachers, um, you know, like your wife, who are teaching their class, but they have their own kids at, at home with them, right? And, and you're working with our guys all the time. On the you know, on 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 me on media or or through the internet. Um, also, you're still getting out there live, one on one with, with Kyle Lowry, Lowry and Darren Hilliard. So, you guys must really have to put together a, a tight, disciplined schedule, huh?
2: Yeah, I mean, we I have a big whiteboard, and we literally will schedule the day out, and um, it's good for my my sons too, because like they'll go in there. And they check off things as they go. So it's teaching be schedule oriented. And, um, you know, like they can see when they have a snack coming up or when they have a time slot where they get to play a video game. So it's a team yeah. it structure, you know? Yeah. And I think during this time, you really have to be even more structured or else you lose the day. You don't know where it went.
1: I think that, that's, that's a great idea for everybody. And as I said, I have so many things to talk to you about. I, I want to start with this, though, because I, you've done such a good job for all of our guys. And, and, and so I'd like to help the Nova nation and anybody that, that listens to this, um, if we can step out of your job as the Villanova strength and conditioning coach for a second and let let's talk about the, um, the access that people could have to you and all of your great ideas that, that our team benefits from in terms of conditioning, lifestyle, nutrition, Um, just like you're talking about scheduling your day, give me the, the platforms and let's share this with people that, um, that we could put out there so they could get access to some of, even your workouts that you have for people while they're at home. Some of them, our own players are using.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've been most active on Instagram, so that's Shack underscore fit. And then on there, I'm posting videos. Like once in a while, I'll post videos of our guys during the year. You know, maybe if I have a GA video, a couple of clips of the guys doing some training. Because so I know a lot of my followers are, are Villanova fans, so they want to see our guys working. Um, you know, and I'm putting in our educational points, just exercises, technique, nutrition, everything to do with like health and fitness and, and this lifestyle habits. You know, uh, some of the things I've talked in the past, like even like scheduling things, um, thinking about waking up gratitude you know core values there's, there's a lot of things I'm talking about not just training
1: well I think it I think it all impacts uh, you know, the goal of training is is to become uh, the most efficient and, and fit athlete you can be and, and um, those core values and your mentality has such a big impact on that on your ability to become the most fit and efficient physically that you can be.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: And and you, you always incorporate that into everything you do, correct?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm grounded in, you know, uh, coming up as a, as a young, you know, as a kid and coming up, going all through the years, I was always grounded in just being physically active, you know, um, that's, I think that's what helped me get to where I am now in life and, um, uh, you know, made me the, the best human being I can be right now. That's what I always fall back on, you know? And then as I got older, I other things into my life to become better, but also always started with like sports and training and fi- training my physical body, which then my mind was able to develop and become stronger and resilient. And, you know, so for me, it just started with the body then I I benefit with the mind and everything else as I as it, as I went around along through my journey. Does that make sense what I'm saying? It
1: does. And I think it's interesting because it's the opposite for most people. Yeah. And they have to learn at some point how to be disciplined about taking care of their body. Yeah. You you started with that. And it's what makes you great at, at what you do. It's like a it's like a a natural athlete um sometimes isn't isn't a good teacher but what's impressive is how you've developed that over the years just before moving on i want to make sure so the best way for anybody to really learn from what you do is to be on instagram and let's give that yeah. that tag out again
2: uh, that's where i'm most active instagram so shack s-h-a-c-k underscore fit and then gotcha. yeah, i'm also on twitter youtube but like i don't i would say uh, most active on instagram Twitter I don't understand too much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I you know we're we're big on Twitter so I wanted to get that out there for everybody. But let's let's start with let's share with everybody the Shaq story at Villanova. You become such a a legendary guy amongst the Nova Nation. I love when all the uh, I love when that all the ladies um, tell me how they follow Shaq fit. They like to, they just like seeing you work out on their but I know they like, I know they learn a lot from you. Um, but let, let's go back to the beginning. Um, do you remember when, when we first brought you in to work with our guys? What what, what was your memory of, of that first summer?
2: Yeah, I mean, the memories, I got, I got a call from Father Rob. And he said, Shaq, uh, you know, strength coach that was currently there, he's going to move on somewhere else. Um, co- uh, I just wanted to see if you, if you come in, we're pretty much coming. Can you fill in for a little bit while we go through this hiring process? Coach wants, he has some uh, candidates he has his eye on. And um, he wants, he wants a basketball guy. I said, okay, yeah, I mean, sure. I was doing bad, uh, football at the time. It was in the summer. And um, I, I came over and I would train the guys in the afternoon.
1: Were you doing Olympic sports also with football?
2: I was, but I never really get a chance to train much Olympic sports because I came in at the end of the semester. Uh, oh, I got you. And so then, you
1: just got there that summer?
2: Yeah, yeah. I got I got there like in I believe it was uh, like the end of March. Wow.
1: So for everybody, to know, I, I was you know I was thinking like oh here we go, you know Father Rob sending me this Olympic sports guy and and we just lost long record who was a great strength coach and um, and I was inter we were interviewing guys from. Florida, Wisconsin, Penn State basketball guys who were all excited about being the coach at Villanova. What's your memories of what I said to you when you came in?
2: Yeah, so I, I, know, I remember sitting in the, in the office with you like, just briefly, so, um, and I just remember saying at the end of the meeting, that, hey, I would, I really, I'm from Philadelphia. I would really love to have this basketball job. I would love to have this job. You know, this is like a dream job to me. I've always been a Villanova fan. Like I, I remember telling you I would just I would work my ass off for you. And like I, you didn't you didn't say anything, but you just, you pretty much said well, we have some guys coming in, you know. Um, but you know, just t- take care of the guys, take care of them the next couple of weeks, and then you pretty much told me you would, you you would actually throw me a little bit of money for my for my time, which I thought was awesome of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, my memory was saying that at that time that you say, well, look, I got these guys I have in mind, so I don't want you starting this. Um, I don't want you starting this thinking you're going to get this job because you're not getting this job, but I will take care of you at the end because I appreciate you putting the extra time in.
2: I mean, like I'll said, give
1: you I'll give exactly you some money at the end because I appreciate your effort, but you're not getting this job. You're, I have guys and I don't want you. I was worried about, I don't want you uh, doing this and then feeling at the end that you put this work in and didn't get the job.
2: No, yeah, that's what you, you really did say that. <laughs>
1: and it was um, it was so interesting to me that a lot of the I, we brought in all these strength coaches and they were great and they had great philosophies and, and everything they said was um, you know this is what I believe in this is what I'm going to do and this is what my guys are going to do and this is what I'll do with them and this is what I I plan and you would come in once a week or every few days with me and say hey coach what what do you want to make sure these guys accomplish? What do you, where do you want me to get these guys in this area? Mm. Um, and then as I would get deeper with these guys in their interviews, they would be more and more about their philosophy, their program, what they want to get accomplished. And you would keep coming in later and saying, hey, coach, I'm watching these guys as they play. I think this guy needs a little bit about – leads a little bit of work and flexibility. This guy needs a little work and core strength. Are you okay if I work with him in this area? Or what are you trying to do with the team that I can help them with? Do you remember that those conversations?
2: Yeah, yeah. And I remember, I mean, you obviously came off not, uh, you know, the year that you wanted to have. And I remember you even saying that you, these guys just need to work, you know. And I remember that and just taking that. I was like, all right, that's, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> I was trying to find ways. I don't know how to, you know it took a while it takes a while to get to know how the guys move and you know how to moti- each how each guy gets motivated, you know, but I was just thinking like I, I can't be too complex. I just got to come in here and work these guys
1: yeah it was um it was really cool where I after going through watching you work with our guys, listening to you um, kind of fit your workout to each guy's uh, needs and then see what our team's needs were and adjusting once I saw you do that and I'm listening to these other guys tell me like this is what I want no one asked me none of these great strength coaches asked me what are you trying to accomplish with the team they're always telling me what they want to accomplish I remember going to Father Rob and I was like uh, does this guy like have any experience because I think I might want to interview this guy for the job and Father Rob loved you he's like no he's he's really good and uh, I'm I remember going to Father Rob and said, you know what? All these guys think they're superstars. I like this guy, man. Like he is, he's committed to being a part of the team. He knows what he's doing. He's detail oriented. And, um, I don't remember, did, did we do an interview or not? how did I say that you were going to get the job?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, you, you pretty much said that he had to get a haircut the one day. So <laughs> had to I, I told you you had to get a haircut. No, you had to get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> you were running over with your meetings and, uh, he said, Here, take my keys. You're going to drive me down and we'll talk. So I, <laughs> I dropped you off to get a haircut. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's an even
1: weird. better story than I thought.
2: <laughs>
1: and did I tell you, did we say we we're going to hire you then?
2: Yeah, but you, you said it in a, in a I need to say, you didn't say, oh, you're hired. The way you said it, you just kind of were hinting to me that you're, my, you're the guy I want. You know, and I, I just said to you, oh, coach I probably want to give you everything I got. I remember saying that. And then he told me to go back and talk to Jason Donnelly because he was gonna give me the tell me the ropes about everything. Got it. Meet with him and then he just told me about, you know, he gave me more details about the job and what I'm gonna to have to do.
1: <laughs> I think I probably had to I think I probably had to steal some time so I could go back to Father Rob and, and Vince DeCastro at the time, I think. Was was Vince the A D at the time? Yes. And had to probably say like all right i just put you guys through this whole thing bringing guys in from wisconsin penn state florida all over the country and i'm gonna wind up hiring a guy that's just sitting right here I, I had to make sure i could do that um but once you, um once you got started I, I think one of the and i'd like our um our our fans to hear about it i think one of the things that, that you do a great job of is um is is and, and I've heard you talk about this is is kind of um relay your passion and your purpose to our guys within our core values you know how you think every day when you wake up and how you pass that on to our guys if you can share that with our listeners
2: yeah yeah so look at me, i'm i'm forty one now so I would say a few years back, I started like just reflecting more and thinking about like who I really am. And I don't know if it was like a, a, like a point in my life where it's like almost like a crisis to start thinking that way, but I really was thinking like, all right, there's more to life. I'm, I'm not, my purpose isn't just to be a performance coach or a you know, basketball strength coach. Like there's a reason why I get up and I'm excited every day. And I realized it comes down to like internally, I'm, I'm just, my why is to like be, inspire others. And my platform is through fitness and health. And you know, like, like I said, I have a job in Illinois. But, like I'm lucky to work with a great university, and I uh, have an impact on, you know, the student athletes that we bring in every year and and develop. Um, you know, so when I, I, wanna, I you know what,
1: I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I want I know we have to take a break. I want to keep you right there. Let's let's keep at you. You got to the point where you came up with a, a why for yourself. I want to take a quick break, and I want to come back and say. I want to go back a little bit and go, where were you before that? What were you thinking before that? And um, yeah, and then what got you there? Mikey? You're
0: listening to the Talking Villanova Basketball podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Back after this. When Mother Nature strikes, count on your CertainTeed roof to perform. That's the commitment we've made to homeowners for more than 100 years. For roofing you can rely on, look no further than CertainTeed. To find a Certainteed credentialed contractor near you, visit certainteed.com. This is a shout out to the professional tailgaters, game day grillers, and potluck pros. Whether you bake it, smoke it, stack it, or melt it, there's nothing more important about how you cook up your team spirit while serving it with an ice cold Coca-Cola, Coke Zero Sugar, or Coke Life. We may not all agree on the best game day foods. But when you serve your meals with a Coke, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. ExxonMobil and Dunn Manning, proud sponsors of Villanova Wildcat Athletics. This podcast is brought to you by Hartford Funds, a leading asset manager based in Wayne, Pennsylvania. While other investment management companies measure performance against the s and 500, Hartford Funds has a different measure of success. Investor Satisfaction, Hartford Funds, our benchmark is the investor. J.J. White Incorporated is the single source multi-trade contractor for your next construction project. Since 1920, J.J. White Incorporated has been constructing with knowledge and providing service with integrity and safety. Visit J.J. White online at jjwhiteinc.com. Are you looking for something imprinted or embroidered? If so, let Campus Clothes help you get the look. Whether your team is in the corporate office or on the athletic field, Campus Clothes can supply your team with all its needs. Visit us on the web at campusclothes.com or give us a call at 215-357-0892. You may not play well, but you will always look good. If you think your debit card can't help you with your financial game, You're probably not using the red key. Introducing EasyUp by KeyBank, the tool that helps you reduce debt by setting $1 aside from your checking account every time you use your debit card. Automatically racking up savings and paying down debt with EasyUp. It's how you make financial progress. KeyBank is member FDIC and the exclusive retail bank of Villanova Athletics. NovaCare, the exclusive provider of physical therapy to Villanova. The Wildcats choose NovaCare, so can you. Welcome back. We resume our conversation with Villanova strength coach John Shackleton. Coach Ray, thanks, Michael.
1: Shack. Before we took a break, we, we uh, I, I thought we hit on something really important. I, I think uh, our I know our players would like to hear, and our fans would would like to hear. You know, you, you said about three years ago you. Um, you hit a, a position in your life where you say, you don't want to figure out my why. What, what were you thinking before then? Because you were still doing a great job of this before, yeah. for us before that point, before mm-hmm. you hit that, that what is my purpose? What, what was your mindset before then?
2: Yeah, so my, my mindset, I always, like I had a mission already in my head of like my professional life mission and having them in my office still, it's hanging up and it's, it's, it says it right there. So every day I can look at it if I glance up. And it really just – I mean, the summary of it is really just my mission is to come in every day and provide Villanova basketball with, like, just, like, the best training possible is really what it says, but there's more to it. And the way I do that is through our core values and my core values, which is the same core values you have, like working hard, you know what I mean, doing everything together. I'm all about training smart, um, training with good technique, and then it's the same thing with the basketball, with, you, with what we're about. Um, so – but then I realized, all right, that's, that's my professional mission, but like, what's my mission overall? Like, what's my purpose as a human being, right? So it goes back even further that I realized, and that's my, that's my purpose, like my, my, my why, and uh, like, so that's, that's what really drives me every day. Um, I think, I think I started thinking about that just because having a wife and kids, um, I started thinking like, It goes deeper. And you talk about it with the guys, too. It's Like, life's more than basketball. Even, like, the situation going on right now in life with the virus, and we're realizing there's more to basketball, more to sports, more to – like, it's about your family. You know, like, there's there's a lot more to life. So you got to be grounded in something deeper than just basketball and training and all that. So, you know, but – so really it comes down to is my purpose is I want to inspire others to be the best that they can be so they can thrive in all areas of life. And, you know, when I wake up, I'm inspiring my family, my wife, my kids. I'm inspiring when I go to work, I'm inspiring the guys. Hopefully I'm inspiring the coaching staff when I'm around you guys. Like, that's, that's, what, that's, that's me. That's, I have energy. I, I want to give my energy out. Um, so that, that's, that's, just, that's the gist of it. So, like, if I was ever to leave Villanova or, you know, say, you know, you don't have a job forever, like, I, I'll, I'll be grounded in my why. I'm, I'm still going to continue to inspire others. So like whatever that's going to be, it's going to be through fitness. That's my platform. That's what I love. But, um, you know, I just know I'll be fine wherever else I go or whatever else happens in life. So I'm grounded in my why.
1: I Love that. And I, I I think you impact our guys with that every day. Um, and, and I, and I think that's what, um, that makes you so effective at what you do. It's, it's so authentic. I think our guys feel it. And, um, and I can see our guys taking on that, that type of commitment um, to what they do, you know. what What's the um, – if you were going to explain to somebody, a Villanova fan um, or a basketball coach that's listening, um, how would you describe our philosophy, our, our strength, conditioning, nutrition philosophy at Villanova?
2: Yeah, So, I would say – at first, everything's grounded in hard work. Without hard work, nothing else matters. Right. So I gotta if if you're like, so we can have all these different plans, techniques and things, drills that we're gonna do, that's like what we're gonna do. That the, the what's don't matter. It's all about how you're gonna do things. Like hard work. Boom. If you don't have that, nothing else matters. So I think everything's there, then from there we build. But really, you know, I, I talked to recruits, but it, it's holistic. You know, it's not it's about strength training. That's one of the areas, but then we also got to focus on nutrition. We got to focus on our recovery. Um, you know, it's, it's just, there's a lot of components that are involved. Now it's even, now there's environmental things we should probably focus on, right? Like for cleanliness and health. If, you're, if you get sick, you're not going to perform. So that, that kind of might even fall like in my umbrella, but like looking at environmental, like, like just things that are in an environment that can also, uh, lit, you know, kind of get in the way of your performance is what I'm saying. Right. Right. Right? Exactly. And that's, that's why we, the food's so important. We're like looking at where it's sourced from, are we like trying to give our guys the best foods possible with no chemicals? Right. So. How, what,
1: what do you think it is that you get across to our guys that, that changes a, you know, an 18 year old high school com, kid coming in that's eating McDonald's and drinking soda and, Eating pizza and drinking beer, you know, which is normal. You know, nothing wrong with that. It's just it's just it's a normal high school kid coming in. Um, how do you or uh, what is the conversations that you have with them that changes their mindset? For me as a coach to see a kid that, you know, when they're over our house and my wife Patty saying, you know, give them some, you know, give them, give them some desserts. And they're like, nah, nah, we're good. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna eat fruit. Uh, what is the, what are the types of conversations you have with them to, to change? And what are some of the things you do with them um, in your process to change their lifestyle? Yeah, I
2: mean, I think, I think it's, well, one is I, myself, I walk the walk. Right. So they, like they, they see that I'm fit. You know, um, and when I educate them when they come in, I am talking about how to eat, what to eat. Um, now if I was talking about that and I was, I guess, heavy that I wanted to have that respect right away, right? Um, although you can still get that message across, but I think that helps. And then before guys come here, they see the track history with some of these guys. That really helps me, right? They see, oh man, I see, I see he, he's changed he's you know, guys have changed their bodies, I don't know. Um and then Really spending spending time with the guys, like taking guys out to eat, talking to them about nutrition. Uh, each there, there's a lot of things that we hit on, but each guy might get hit something that I say may hit them differently than other guys. Like like for I'll give you an example, like Brian Antoine, right? least like, so we're trying to get him to eat more, eat more meals throughout the day. And I told him, hey, look, I don't eat a lot. I don't you know I don't eat a lot. Me myself, I don't eat a lot. But you say you have to eat a lot for three reasons. One is to perform right? The other is to recover and the other is so you can get bigger. So you got to get your meals in if you want to go to the next level and, and if you want to play Villanova. So I, I hit them with, with that kind of, like just depends on each guy. Yeah. I don't know if I answered the question, but yeah. You know, yeah, it's not an easy question to answer, but just, it's really just constantly communicating with the guys and like every time something may, may hit each guy differently.
1: I, I think that's, uh um... I think that's a great talent that you have. I think all of us as educators have to have, it's, um, it's not a matter of what we say, it's what do they hear? And, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's different things that we say that connect to different people. Wow. Um, in, in explaining, um, our, our the other aspect of our, our strength and conditioning, um, to, to maybe the basketball people, um, you know, explain what you're doing during the season, you know, out of season, preseason, in season in terms of our strength and conditioning.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it's really there's, like, every year is different. Right. And there's a lot of like art involved in this, not just science. Like I, I got to have like an intuition based on like, like, okay, well, what are you doing with the team? Where are we at as a team? You know, are we practicing more? Cause maybe we're young and we're not pick, they're not picking it up. So, I'm constantly the, the program is constantly changing, but really, I would say the m- time that the program is not really interrupted is in the summer. We have a pretty strict, you know, routine, doesn't change much, maybe some scheduling changes, but I just know what I know I, know I can get a, a good chunk of uh, weeks where we can really push it hard, right? Because they're doing basketball, they're training, it's all consistent. Now, when we go into the fall, we have another four weeks in September. Let me back up. Usually, get eight weeks in the summer, right? Summer season one and two, they get a couple weeks off in August, they go home with the program. Then we hit four more weeks in September leading up into preseason. Now in preseason, the, the volume jumps with basketball. So we got to cut back on the training side of it. And I would say the sessions are shorter, but still intense. Um, But I want, you know, the, the dose, we, we talk about doses, like almost like medication, but the doses of training, are very minimal, but they're very effective. Okay, but because they have to be because they got they got more now stress on their bodies with basketball, more load is it, that's the term we use now, player load, right? So in season, then it becomes just like really again intuition, like really just monitoring each guy, see how guys are are, are responding to the basketball, to practices, to the games. Some guys recover a lot more quicker, so I like maybe you can train them a little more intense. Where some guys maybe they don't recover as fast and so then I got to give them maybe a little something different. You know, um, there's no, there's nothing in a book that will tell you that. Right. So like, there's a lot of guys out there that are young in my field that are reading the books and they want to apply what they read. But I, have been through it. I read a lot of books. A lot of stuff I read was good, but it doesn't apply to a college basketball season or year.
1: I think, I think you do an amazing job of that. Talk also about in season, the the you know it's it's incredible how many people have seen the piece on espn so now they're asking me about it um in our our philosophy of flush days um and 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 how we keep our guys fresh you know for instance um you know we're doing all this social media and, and and media um over the air media stuff at this time because we have the time and everyone's asking me you know you know where was the team at the end of the season We're shame to get to play in the NCAA tournament but what, what a great spot we had our team in physically and mentally you know given everything we went through during the season mm-hmm. uh, at, right when it ended going to that Big East tournament I thought we got a great rest yeah. you know from the end of the season before the Big East tournament And I thought we were in a great spot physically and mentally. Um, But talk to people on how we get there with how we handle flush days and everything through the season.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, just, well, flush day comes day after the game. And the whole point is really to help facilitate the recovery process with our guys. So, you know, like, first thing is we want to make sure we our guys are getting good meals on the flush day. So we make sure we we, we cater a good meal and we want, you know, that's, we want them to bear to heal from the inside out first. You got to feed the body properly so it, it, it can uh, heal and recover. But then we also do things that are more external, which is the flush day, which is we, we want to get some physical activity really on the court and we get shots and guys are moving at a low intensity to keep their heart rate up and, and kind of leveled so the blood moves throughout the body to help with the recovery process. So that's the active recovery part of it. Then they may come into the weight room to see me and we'll go through kind of like a mobility circuit and we're moving again, full ranges of motion, really breathing, getting air into the lungs, keeping the blood moving. And then they go see Jeff Pierce and they might do uh, what they do. They do a uh, contrast baths, which is hot and cold. They go like five to 10 minutes in one bath and then in the other. And they go back and forth a couple of times. And what that does is really, again, still keeping the blood flowing. You're constricting in the cold water and then you go to the hot water and it opens up the vessels so the blood's moving in and out and really so there's an active recovery blood flow and the passive where you just you're sitting sitting in cold tubs and hot tubs that's an area where you know i think we've grown as a
1: coaching staff and and mostly because of you you know as as coaches and it's really interesting You talk about young guys reading books but and also as you know my era of coming up in coaches it was always work them harder you know and if if you played a game and you didn't do well, get back to practice the next day and drill them and drill them and get repetitions and teach them. And, um, you know, we've learned over the years, the rest physically and mentally after a game is more valuable than any drills that you can that you can put them through to help them for the next day after that or the next, whether it's a practice or a game. And I think it's something that I believe in so strongly now. When we first started doing it, I just did it because I trusted you. I was like, uh, I I was 50-50, I'm thinking I could practice these guys and we could drill them and get the same thing out of this right now. But I'm going to trust them. But I'm such a believer, I've seen the results.
2: Well, um, but we let's be honest, you you do do that sometimes. But then, but you you're smart. You have a great intuition because you've been doing this for so long. When you got a real, we really do need a flush day, like you know what I'm saying. Like there's days where we like you know we come off a game and you're not happy with our play where we might get right back to work. You know, like but you don't. It's but you're smart about it as the season goes on. We're like all right, this we really do need a flush day on this day, or maybe not even go into the gym and just have a meal. Right. Right if you know when to pull back you have that that intuition that I think coaches with experience they gain over time. some do I mean maybe some don't but
1: i think I think we we compliment each other well that you helped me with that. I'm, the last thing I want to end up on, and I know we gotta, we got to close off here, but just is this philosophy that we've developed the last couple of years you've developed i <laughs> I'm a beneficiary of it. we are as coaches. Um, where we're starting to um, delineate between um, heart rate and load during practice. We would explain to everybody how we monitor that and, and during games um, and, yeah. and, and how we use that in trying to keep our guys fresh during the season.
2: All right. so uh, So, there's physiological load and mechanical load. So physiological load is really like you're looking at that through heart rate. So specifically in practice, well we know in games their heart rate is in the red 90% and above, which is like your heart's maxed out. It's pumping as fast as it can. It's trying to get oxygen to the body so it can perform. It's got to keep up. Um, So we know we got to be there in practice like to keep our guys conditioned. Now mechanical load uh, we started looking at our practices and I started realizing because there's times like especially this year, guys had to learn. So guys would run and they would stop because you had to teach them. Um, but those, that's stopping, even though. So it's to say if heart rate wasn't up that day, but I would see that the mechanical load was high because the stopping actually is a lot of stress on the body because you got to stop. And then when you say, go get back at it, they got to pick it up and go. So. Think of it like a car. So highway mileage versus city mileage. On the highway, you, let's say you're going 40 and then you accelerate. It's kind of gentle on the car because you already have momentum. Whereas in the, in the city, you stop at a red light, then you, you want to accelerate, right? So of course, you got to stop up at, at the red light, use the brakes, right? That's mechanical. That's a wear and tear. Then you got to accelerate. That's more wear and tear to get to a speed that you want to get to. So that's very similar to what's happening sometimes in practices. And that's what we started looking at.
1: I think that's that's something that really helped us this year. It's a new model. I look forward to working on going uh, yeah. into next year. Um, I think it was really bright and and um, visionary on your part to figure that out. And, uh, I look forward to working with you, buddy, and, and keeping that going. Let's see what we can do with that uh, that load management and and uh, yeah,
2: I'll be working on physiological
1: it. management. We're, we're gonna we're gonna even. Uh, uh, perfect that coming to next
2: season. Yep. Bye, bye man. Thanks bye. for spending the time with us, Shaq. Yep, see you guys. Thank bye. you. That'll do it for this edition of the
0: Talking Villanova Basketball podcast with Jay Wright presented by Hartford Funds. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to Talking Villanova Basketball presented by Hartford Funds. Now coming to you throughout the season and beyond. Talking Villanova Basketball with Jay Wright is presented by Hartford Funds. Our benchmark is the investor. Stop by Great American Pub bar and grill with locations in Conshohocken, Wayne, and Phoenixville. If you're looking for fine food in a casual atmosphere, Great American Pub is the place for you. Come out to Great American Pub for great food, great times, and great fun. For more information, visit us at www.greatamericanpub.com.